you're supposed to say, hi, I'm Shane. Yeah. <laughs> it's you. Yes, it's me. Okay. Hi, I'm Shane. And I'm Holly. And this is Don't Be Sorry. Welcome back to Don't Be Sorry, where we use comedy as a coping mechanism. We started this podcast with no specific intentions, but to have a space and a voice to connect with our communities and listeners through our experiences. As a disclaimer, we are not experts in any field, but we have way more opinions than we should and would like to share them with you. Great. (laughs) Hello! I feel like I'm melting in my my bedroom. I, it's cold outside, and we got is the it heater. hot? Yeah, we got the heater whacked up, but you uh, know, whacked up, whacked up. <laughs> so, That's good term. Red faced and sweaty. Yeah. Um. Did you have a good week? You know, I, I'm glad it's over. <laughs> uh, this was the first week of carpooling, and it was pretty fun. We um just listened to a bunch of music and watched the sunrise, and drove to work. It was great, and yeah, it's great. It's so weird being being picked up at nighttime. It also feels like I'm being picked up from school. So that's been <laughs> that's been fun. He's like, "Hey, how was your day?" <laughs> but yeah, it's been cute. I don't know. It's kind of sweet though. Yeah. But, you know, I understand bonding for sure. I mean, yeah. we have we have we a lot of fun it. and we get to you know talk and. Shit. You know what you should do when it sn- starts snowing and then you guys are picking each other up for wherever you should videotape it like you should put your videotape in your car to make like because i love to hear like the curse words from both of you like if you're getting slippery in the snow oh in yeah the car, you know <laughs> i think it'd be funny i want to i want to get i mean like a, i want you to be safe but laugh you know yeah i want to get like a dash cam to record all those little moments because i think that that would be cool to like compile them all together that would be so cute yeah yeah, yeah. and play it at your wedding oh my god oh my cute well dude sorry that's okay we we have to talk about the wedding in like a whole other podcast because i could talk about that shit for hours um but um all that aside we wanted to just go over some you know things that are going on in the world uh everybody knows about free palestine and and everything that's going on in gaza um with all of that being said, we know that people are demanding a ceasefire, protesting in the streets, rightfully so. We wanted to just say that our hearts are with you and we are f- in full support of Free Palestine. And um, we know that we are doing our podcast and living our lives and still having to go to work and still having to just exist while this genocide is happening. And it's really crazy and causes some wild cognitive dissonance to happen but um that's why we're like using this platform as a way to kind of cope with it and um we just appreciate everybody who's involved and to all of our friends who are protesting we just say do it as safely as you can let your friends know where you are have backup plans um being in portland uh in 2020 you know we experienced a lot of protests and we understand from that side how important it is to operate in groups and have support so i can i can confidently speak for me and holly that we all support you and we just want you guys to be um as safe as possible i know that there's irony there but uh if you can be safe definitely try and do that but yeah we love you and we're doing this podcast purely out of love for that and hug your loved ones and your um kids yeah for sure i think that definitely puts a lot of stuff into perspective um, but we wanted to touch upon that before we went any further and to put everything into context for sure. Um, cause that's kind of an unavoidable situation that's going on. And if we have a platform platform to talk about it, we definitely should take that opportunity. Uh, so I don't even know how to like, how do you transition into other stuff? Cause we're like, we, we're doing stuff about our podcast and all this stuff, but trying to not be as awkward <laughs> as I can, uh, but yeah, life goes on and it's, yeah, it's just, it's so strange. Um, anyway, be safe and we all love you and support you. Okay. Exactly. 
we can go into how you are. You're going through a process yourself. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. On a personal note, I, I've been, it's, I love therapy so much. I just want to start with that. Um, I, as the people who have listened to the past few episodes, I had bariatric surgery a couple months ago and I've really been trying to get over this, um, weird emotional hang up I had with telling certain people in my life about it because there was this inherent like I had this expectation that I would be treated a certain way or questioned or put into a certain box because of my choices because there are a lot of opinions around this being the easy way out um which is asinine to me but whatever so I had to really work up courage to tell certain friends and certain family members about this process. And it, (laughs) every time that I, you know, I, I got the energy and worked myself up and was like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I would send those texts out and I would be, I would be met with nothing but pure support and love and understanding. Um, And even to, you know, people that I thought might have a lot more questions everyone was just like nope I support you I love you you know whatever makes you happy and I'm glad that you're happy and I had to sit in that moment and go that's so stupid of me I mean not not that it's not valid but there's this part of me that I had to be put into place uh for a minute because it was an exercise in understanding that my validity and my you know the space that I take up doesn't need to be um, earned and it it doesn't need to be explained. I don't need to validate my choices. You know, I always forget that I'm a grown ass woman. <laughs> I mean, that aside, the autonomy part of it is I, you know, if I wanted to leave everything behind, leave Patty, leave the country, sell all my belongings and be a vagabond or and not talk to anybody I knew ever again I'm allowed to do that like it's crazy like I have full or change your name to Skeletor and live under the Morrison Bridge I mean honestly I'm like I'm joking (laughs) that wouldn't be difficult to achieve so that's the thing is 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 like I I had to really get out of my it's like an ego thing like I really had to break that ego and go I'm it's not that I'm not important I'm just like I'm not in the place that I think I am in everyone else's head. Like my choices are mine and that's it. Like I, I can only hold myself to my own responsibility. And again, if, if these people don't give, like don't like what I'm doing or don't understand it, I don't need to give a fuck. Like I don't need to answer to anything. And I know for so many people that's duh. And that's like a, that's a given. But I think when you grow up in an environment where you have to always explain yourself or you have to always feel like you're not enough as is there's always something else that you need to do or say or present yourself as to make yourself valid like I needed so much for this uh transition to (laughs) validate a lot of things and granted that's not necessarily the most emotionally healthy thing but going through this process I realized that yeah, I can fucking do whatever I want. It's my body. And like, even if it's a mistake and even if I hate it 10 years down the road, it's no one else's life that that I'm living. So who gives a fuck? But it was really nice because I was like, wow, I think people like me a lot more than I think they like me. (laughs) And also like, it's just another thing too, is that like you pick good people to be around you. Yeah. Which I mean, I've always struggled with, you yeah, know, and hard. you've always struggled with being like a, you know. Well, when your radar you know, is just off, trying to, you know. you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you have people around you that love you and you have picked those people to be in your life, which is just even cooler to know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I remember when I, you know, I sent those texts and I got those wonderful responses. Um, Patty, I would be like, Patty, well, I told these people and he'd go, well, what did they say? And I said, they said nothing but lovely, supportive things. And he went, yeah because they're your friends and your family and you're who you are and he was so matter of fact about it like duh you idiot (laughs) I had to I kind of put myself in place there yeah it was super weird and I was like oh okay cool and I think after I ripped that band-aid off um I 
realized how goofy I was being. <laughs> I was like, you're being a goof, a little goofball. Um, but yeah. But totally valid. Yeah, yeah. But you're three months, you're three months in now. Like, or three or four yeah, months shit. in. Yeah. So like, I'm sure that you're like on top of your emotions and everything, like your body, like everything. Yeah. I feel like Like three months is a solid chunk of like after time. Yeah. And I mean, you know, a lot of things are still changing and it's, it's so crazy though. Cause like, I don't, we can, if, if anyone's interested, I can definitely go about, um, explaining this in more detail. Cause it was a very long process. Um, and still even is, but the, the first couple weeks after having surgery, it was my first surgery that I'd ever had too. So it was like, hi, here's an introduction to something that's permanently changing your body. But, um, the first couple of weeks I was like, whoa, my life's going to be different forever. My life is going to be different forever. And I might be different to the people who have known me for a really long time. And that was the concept that freaked me out because I felt like with the shitty ego and the, like the insecurities and stuff, like the person who I was, was something that everyone expected. And I feel like, I only got friends because of who I was and how I presented myself. And then I had to remember, remember that that's not true and that people aren't as judgmental and um, weird as the people that I experienced when I was younger. I was like, Oh, that's right. I Which pick is good like people. body and personality. Yeah. We can like, I've never been able to separate that. Like I only thought my, like um, my, validate or not validation what's like that your, called like, like your, I thought my worth worth yeah self-worth you know was like based on what I looked like well yeah you know and I'm sure like there's a little bit that was there for you too oh for sure you know? and I mean like, you know the funniest yeah. part is like I've never felt really confident in my appearance ever once um I mean there may have been times where I acted like it but I've always been extremely insecure about the way that I looked so I felt like my personality is something that people gravitated towards more but there's this weird, like, <laughs> like pocket that people get put into when they're bigger. And, you know, it's, it's very much so a, a trope that it's like a, like a character trope that people fall into, especially in movies, like the funny fat friend. You're like, okay, this person's reliable. I'm friends with them because of their personality or, you know, that kind of thing. So I thought that like, if my personality wasn't there or if my, the self image changed, you know, I wouldn't be as uh, welcomed. And it's so funny because on the same spectrum, you see people experience skinny privilege all the time. Granted, it has nothing to do with their um, their like self-image or how they feel about themselves because everybody's insecure to a point. It is what it is. But you see people who are, you know, um, stereotypically attractive being treated with so much more kindness and openness and love and just acceptance and you have to bust your ass because you don't look a certain way like being passed over time and time again by friends or love interests or family members and it's just like fuck what am I left with and now when I decide to alter myself you're like shit maybe what I am left with isn't even that cool (laughs) like what the fuck which is like no dude yeah absolutely not you're the coolest person I've ever met but when I like quote unquote got hot quote, you know, I, my whole life has been different for like the last three years. Isn't it you know crazy I mean? like, like to see the it's difference? Insane. It, I mean, it, I've always been like kind of cute in my face, but you know, I've been, you know, I was big. Well, then I have and a question Not for that you. it isn't cute, but But yeah. I have a question for you in that whole experience. Like I've heard so many people talk about this as like this is what happened when I lost weight, not necessarily like got skinny, but this is like what, what happened when I lost weight. And so many people are like, it sucks because the way that people treat me, it like immediately validates every shitty thing I thought about myself when I was not thinner. Like, Oh, do you know how many, like I would post an Instagram post and people out, came out of the fucking woodworks yeah. and they'd be like, you know, I always thought that you were beautiful. See, I don't like care if people like it's cool that people are nice to me now. You know, that's a whole thing, but whatever. But for me, it was the, hey, I've always thought that you were really hot. And I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck You're up. like, how could no, you, you always didn't. think I was like, hot when ew. you treated me like shit? Yeah, exactly. Which is fine. Like, whatever. But, like, don't come up to me and say, oh, yeah, I always thought. Well, that's what I'm saying. Eat my is fucking like, ass, dude. Like, how can it not be 
I mean, again, grappling with the whole, if they don't like it, they can suck it. I'm really trying to adapt that mentality, but like there will always be a, a little broken piece of my childhood self who was always bigger, always bigger. That is like, dang, you couldn't even show me a morsel of human decency because you weren't attracted to me. And it's like, it ha- I don't even want these people to be attracted to me. I just want you to not be shitty. Like, can't you just treat me like an equal, decent human being just because I'm another human being? Like, I want it to be based off of the fact that we're equals and that you don't look at me as someone who is l- less than. It's so wild. I don't know. It is. And, you know, like, you know, like the cool thing or the thing that I've always, you know, felt was I, you know, I've always gotten along with any everybody, yeah, you know, all the time. And I haven't ever felt like singled out except in my brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, another thing is like love interest, you know, not non-existent. But luckily, like because I've gotten along with everybody, I didn't feel like I had, I felt like I have real friends, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Of course, the, there's like, those the emotional shitty, like, connection. weird comments. Yeah, but, like, but, I okay, don't know. But, okay, wait, pause, I'm, pause, pause. I've always been bigger. When huh? you have those real connections with friends, but then they say some fat, phobic shit, and you, yeah, and you already just, have that connection where you're like, wow, I didn't think that this was going to be a part of it, but I've had that happen so many times through childhood like middle school high school as an adult the past few years where people would say like some sly something that they don't think would be insulting like like oh that dress looks really nice on you and then the immediate response was well I mean they don't have it in your size and it's like that's not what I'm fucking asking that's not what I'm saying I'm saying that dress looks really nice and it's just like stuff like that for so long I'm like why can't it just not be about that. And honestly, I know that a lot of what I say seems like um, redundant because I'm I'm the one who got the surgery to be smaller. But it, it had a lot to do with like medical shit that I was going through. And well, yeah, and that's way more. That there's so much more. But than, yeah, you know it's what I mean? very and even if you fucking did, that's not fucking vain. You know what well, I mean? But it's like, also none. Of, to... It's no one's fucking business. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like it's so crazy to think about all those times and like. I even noticed it at my job, like the job that I have currently. And like, I've always been bigger. I'm probably going to just be, I'm I'm like a broad shoulder motherfucker. It is what it is. My people come from potato land. So I have to think about it that way. Genetically speaking, I'll probably just be a big old bitch my whole life and that's okay. But seeing that I've lost almost 50 pounds, even at work, these motherfuckers that I don't even speak to will hold the door open for me, will ask me how my day is will say, hey, would you like coffee? And like, I'm not saying like people who are interested in me. I'm talking like other assistants, people that I don't normally talk to will yeah, give it's like me like women, men, everybody. Everything. I'm like, people were giving me the time of day where 50 pounds prior, I was completely invisible, even though I was bigger. It is mind boggling to me. And that's like the slightest little difference. But it's at, at times, it's just like way too much to even think about because it's it's like I said before, it's like, seeing the difference exposes how people really feel and a lot of the times people are just shitty shitty so i don't know and i'm i'm very much on the on a glow up um line right now i'm about to fucking do my hair i'm about to start exercising i'm about to you know exercising i mean i'm losing my tits speaking of that i just bought What'd you say? I said I'm losing my tits and my ass. Those are like the first things that go. Like my bra doesn't fit anymore. My underwear fall off. I yeah. look like I'm rocking a loaded ass diaper all the fucking time because they're them loose. Okay, it is what it is. Them loose. <laughs> oh my god. I like you know. I don't think I. I've never been this confident in my whole life, and I'm very grateful. I can for see it. My too, own yeah. brain. Yeah, and my fucking hot boyfriend. <laughs> you know. I just there's so much. I just I feel feel good and my mind feels good and your mind feels good and that's the and it's point been so good you know yeah and I think and it's not it's not about you know of course I want to feel like hot or whatever but it's nothing vain but know? I also like, think that the feeling hot comes with comes from I mean the working out for me like dude that's shit's so good for my brain well that's I what feel I'm saying like is like the sexiest fucking yeah sex. the f- I could sex myself <laughs> would you fuck me i'd fuck me yeah exactly (laughs) but like that whole idea of like the the sexiness and the confidence is 
is it's not even necessarily about the appearance. It's about like, wow, I can do hard shit. Like I am strong. I am capable. Like I am, I walk with so much more pride about what I know I can do. And I think that that definitely pulls into (laughs) the confidence. Yeah. It's crazy. I, uh, okay. So I have like a, it's like a, 12 by 12 or some big ass fucking carpet that oh, yeah. my mom has in her house it's like 120 dollars okay so it's like or i'm sorry dollars it's like 800 but whoa it's like 120 or 130 pounds i can lift that motherfucker all by myself yeah. you know how fucking hot that made that's me what feel? i'm saying yeah exactly <sighs> i feel so hot i can lift a carpet by myself and just like a 12 by 12 carpet just roll it you're like trying oh my bitch. god but it's you know, you know smash someone's fucking head with your thighs kind of shit can you imagine me in like a lingerie lifting a carpet Ooh, that should be a calendar with like cover the, yeah bitch. i Let completely me agree <laughs> <laughs> and like the fucking oh muscles god. on your arms just like hitting the light yeah like, bam, bam, bam. exactly I love it i'm just that made me proud of myself but but that's the way that's you know what doesn't make me from. feel yeah, you know it doesn't make me feel sexy. What? Me and Shane have been talking about it a lot because she makes fun of me, and that's okay. What? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if anybody's experienced this, and this has taken a lot out of me. Oh. It makes me feel really unsexy. Like I'm talking like the unsexiest of sex. <laughs> and so, it's, you know what? Listen. Before you even talk about it, I just I gotta say, if I think this is what what I think it is, <laughs> I gotta say though, I have never ever met anyone else it on a single fucking person in my life that has done this and i you know it's kind of like you look at it and you go how who also here's the deal though gonna be honest with you if you have they're not gonna fucking tell you it's embarrassing well but the thing is is you're gonna see it shameful you're gonna hear it yeah that's true yeah. I love how we're like describing this. Please tell people what we're talking about. <laughs> I know. Okay. So I don't know. I've Googled it a few times. Like there was a, a post from like 1992. Okay. Which so it's been happening to a few people. But the last post was in 2017. Nobody else has talked about it. I have <laughs> a lead foot, I guess. Lead heel. And I, lead heel. Uh, and I have got. <laughs> What is it? Carved out. I have dug a hole in my car floor from chilling. Dude. Like just putting my heel you on the ground. It lean. went all the way to the bottom. It went through you know the bottom stuff of the car floor. Yeah. I could see the floor. I, you can see the road. I mean the ground. Oh yeah. my God. Anyway. And you know how much shit I've dropped out of there? Oh, uh, That's what I was like, going to ask I you. Filled, I filled it up <laughs> with some cement or something. Not cement, but like something. I but just, it doesn't even matter. You know what the funniest thing, A too? A heel hole in my car. It's like, I've driven in your car so many times, and, like, you've given me rides, or, like, we'll go and do something, and I notice the hole, and it's a funny, you know, it's a funny anecdote. <laughs> it's a funny thing. But I remember when I drove your car, I think you were out of town, or I was watching, I was watching your Quinn or something, and I remember I got in your car, and I sat, and I went, whoop, and, like, I leaned all the way back. Oh like, you, you are fucking strapped up in that goddamn motherfucking car like you were sleeping and your heel is just <laughs> grinding into the floor of the car and you could Dude, see I'm chilling, I felt man. like my shoe was gonna fall off and I would never see it again <laughs> I've never met anybody else who does that and part of me is like is this an anxiety thing I'm like nope it's just because you're completely like flat and your foot is <laughs> drilling a hole into the ground I have never met it and I love that like when you drive at a certain speed it makes oh. like a yeah <laughs> It's nice and calming. I'm surprised I haven't fallen asleep Me at the wheel. Me fucking too, dude. I have no idea how yeah. you even can see over the wheel on that thing. But I really want to ask anyone who's listening, have you either done that yourself or know of anyone who has also pressed a I've hole never, into the floorboard of their car? Never, I, never. I've never seen it before. And it was like, I had to like open the door <laughs> also, and Also, like it's like, why it. me though? Holly Hunt from St. Louis, Missouri has a heel hole. Why? You I know? don't understand. It just doesn't make sense. I don't get Heel it. Hole. I don't know. Also hilarious. You know what's funny? If if I were to like win the lottery though, I don't think I'd buy a new car. No. And if I did, I'd make a heel hole in that car. You absolutely because would. it's I can't drive a car with no heel hole. I'm using my mom's space car right now because she's out of town. It's like Well, it new. perfectly it fits your screen. your foot. 
Yeah, well, I don't. I don't want that car. When I, was, I would make another heel hole exactly. on purpose. When I was driving your car, I went. My foot can't go anywhere else. I was like, <laughs> if I get in a car accident driving Holly's fucking car, I'm gonna have to explain. Sorry, officer, my foot was locked into place from this fucking <laughs> hole, and I couldn't move. Oh my! Never God. in my life. But I just, I really yeah. want to know if anyone has ever seen that or done it themselves. Because Me too. We have to like have like a collective heel hole, Holly's heel hole like festival yeah. or something yeah I think that maybe that i should good. change my instagram name and just post pictures of my heel hole every heel day. hole Holly. Holly. <laughs> god damn it that would be like a your only be like the same pick of danny devito every day you know what i mean i love that so god much. i love this idea Dude. but anyways no i'd like to know too because like it's like it's a thing that i i don't know i don't know if people know you know, I've, or I just want to be, it. I want to connect with somebody, you know? Oh, I didn't even That's think it was it. possible. You literally, there's metal there. Yeah. How did you do that? It's, I don't know. How many years have you had that? I car? guess I, since 2016. Okay. All right. So Seth, yeah. good, but good like, seven years. it went all the, like, I just crazy. You could see to the ground. I don't know how I went through metal. Does metal wear away? I mean, it does I if there's know. friction, like for a while. So I'm assuming. Well, I be I drive a lot. I, drive I really everywhere. think that you should get your heel checked out. <laughs> it's fine. I get pedicures all the time. Nobody said anything for such. What soft do you mean? Feet? Check my heel out, like the doctor? Maybe there's like a metal in your. I don't know. Metal. Well, I don't drive barefoot because that's freaky. It's illegal. I think it's not, but it seems illegal. It is illegal. Yeah. Okay. Well. I'm just curious. Anyway, yeah. If anyone has any insight, please let us know. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. I can't. But I'm happy to say that's the only insecurity I have right now. Well, that's great. <laughs> exactly. Honestly, that's so great. I'm growing up. And, you know, not many yeah. people can even see it unless they get into your car or drive your car, per se. <laughs> yeah, I literally thought, exactly. I was like, dude, did I? I can't believe I'm divulging this to the internet right now. That's okay. It's no, fine. it's fine. What am I going to do? I think do? that it's. No, it's okay. You know, you do what you can. Um, yeah. yeah. I've never you done do that before. Can. I think, you know, I, I would probably do the same thing. If I wore a hole in the bottom of my Jeep's car, I'd still keep the Jeep. I would never you get rid of that You know what? That would, hmm? that would put a Victorian child into a coma. Oh, shit. Yeah. A heel right. hole? Could you imagine? <laughs> a heel hole. He's like, um, why? What? Also, just being in a car in general. Yeah. Um, that's true. So... Oh God, I love your segue. So Holly had this fantastic idea. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's a big old trend that went around a couple months ago where uh, people listed things that they think would put a Victorian child into a coma. So we spent a pretty decent amount of time coming up with our own list. And I think both of us got carried the fuck away. Um, yeah. I don't even. <laughs> I had to delete some because I was just like, Holly, you Why can't. did you? Do- I have 30 and then. I have 29 and then two from Patty. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yes. <laughs> I Well, I was trying to, like, limit it, no. you know? Because you told me, oh, whatever. I'm happy for you. Good for you. <laughs> well, I was like, let's go off just in case we have, because I didn't know if you had any more. But we also could have the same ones. So I'm not sure. But um, the whole point of Are it. Are you starting? Well, I was going to say the whole point <laughs> of it is, like, you go back and forth and you're supposed to not laugh and I don't know how the two of us no. are going to laugh but we're going to do the best that we can. No. I kind of want you to go first because I feel like yours are going to be way more creative than mine. No, I don't know. It's so hard because I okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Things that would send okay. a Victorian child into a coma. Okay. We're going to start off strong with butt chugging alcohol. Oh, nice. <laughs> a little that bit would of, freak me the fuck out a little enema action going on <laughs> yeah exactly um, my first one was okay women's rights oh there, there you go just straight to the point <laughs> okay good um my next one is uh car wash with rainbow foam Ooh. <laughs> Damn, they'd be like, am I dying? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. I would think that was so cool. Um, I put Monster Energy drinks. That was a good one, too. That's a good one. Uh, Okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) The videos of people jumping around on all fours with a dog mask (laughs) on. 
I fucking hate it because I could see it in my head and I fucking hate it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't imagine. Okay. All right. Um, I put <laughs> I put me the the Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah. How does that work? That's a good one. I would put me into it, Selma. I think it did when it first came out. Anyway, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the animatronic Chuck E. Cheese band. Ooh, gross. <laughs> animatronics are fucking terrifying oh Um, god uh, i put gay pride parades that would freak them the fuck out um okay uh the talking candlestick from beauty and the beast oh nice (laughs) god um i put two girls one cup Oh my god, so did I. Okay, yeah, that good. was on I knew here we too. Would have that. okay. That's funny. Ugh. Um uh blow up Christmas decorations in the front yard. <laughs> and the weird <laughs> sound that they make. Yeah, exactly. Um I was gonna say clap on lights. Oh my god. Yeah, I kinda want those. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, you fucking motherfucker. I fuck, that's what I was, dude, I was singing it. That's why you were singing it. get out of my head. Oh, exactly. shit. Um, hentai. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, like, that why? That would be crazy. Octopus. Yeah, no, for real. Um, AI cover of Plankton singing My Chemical Romance. <laughs> you know what's so funny? You said AI. Because that was, that was a moment for me. I was, I was shocked. I, did you I, was, see I was all the different videos coming out of Plankton singing? Oh, you have no idea. I'm on AI Plankton SpongeBob Squidward singing really? crazy songs. Wow. I need to. It It's shocking to me. It is that that would I almost got sent into a coma. I'm not even kidding. OK. Wow. OK. I got to check all those things out. Um, furries. <laughs> furries. Yeah. The dog mask and the furries. Whoa. Yeah. Um, I put uh. The Mountain Dew flavored vape. Ooh, <laughs> one hit. You Could are. Can you imagine? Dumb. I know exactly. Fuck. Um, I put uh, Fergie singing the national anthem. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! That's really good. Oh god. Okay, and this is my last one okay. that I have. I could probably think of more on a whim, but Brad Paisley's Checky for Ticks. Well, that brings me back. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Equally paired with uh, what's his name singing short people. <laughs> yeah, Randy knew it. Exactly. Randy knew him. That would be one too. Yeah. Um, but those are all of mine. Do you want me to speed round go through the rest of mine? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I put touch lamps, buzz balls, Listerine strips, uh, any wax museum. I fucking love those. Me too. Wax museum. <laughs> Vape weddings. Wait. D- don't make fun of me like that. Vape you know I'm having a vape wedding. <laughs> they, they, do they go and like do the circles? Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, I put uh, a hotel room under black light. Oh my God. And then on the same end of that, waking up in a hotel room to um, Girls Gone Wild ad. <laughs> oh yeah. Or like the porn at 2 a.m. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, trick candles. Oh, those are oh, the ones that blow don't, out, don't but blow then up. they don't really go out. <laughs> yeah. um, Shane, that's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Bidets, yeah. Um, dogs communicating through buttons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That would be crazy. The chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What they do back then? They were just uneven. No. Yeah. They just walked around. One all shoulders up to the top of their head. Yeah. Crunching and shit. Um, and then I How put. How do you like find. Sorry. No, what? tangent no 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 where i can't go into that tangent it'll spiral me okay um i put organ transplants of any kind could you imagine a victorian child saying wow you have two different color eyeballs where'd you get it and they're like from a dead person yeah and i didn't die i can't because antibiotics first of all um and then here are patty's contributions which i think are great so his first one was prepared foods of any kind and he went into saying like getting sushi at safeway (laughs) Yeah, Lunchables. And then this is my all-time favorite, and he just came up with this on a whim. I said, Patty, what do you think would send a Victorian child into a coma? And then I gave him my examples, and he replied with, child labor laws. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) 
So yeah, that's you know I think that that was a fun exercise. If you guys have any other like things. ooh finding lot finding money in the laundry, <gasps> ooh, that'd be cool. I like that a lot. Ooh, putting, anyways, putting sorry. a battery to your tongue. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. that's a good one too. Yeah, but we want um, all the suggestions wowza. because that was really really fun. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I was having a heyday. I was laughing so hard today when I was trying to get these. Like, I'm sorry. And also, like, you, it makes that it, animatronic Chuck E. Cheese man that would fucking kill someone. Well, especially if, if you're living it. by candlelight and all of a sudden you're seeing fucking Chuck E. Cheese yeah. with a slice of pizza doing like this move. Yeah. Like, okay, well, no, I'm gonna die now. Oh man. Um, uh, well, thank you for that. Yeah. That was really made me really happy. When you were talking about AI, it reminded me that when so okay, so Holly and I we created our little logo and we did all. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> we did our little logo and um, we were still trying to find like inspiration. If we wanted to do a photo behind it, we just settled on a text that we liked and then like crinkly paper behind it, like it's written on a note, a note paper. Um, but I was like, huh, maybe I can get some ideas via AI. So I went through a photo generator and I typed in don't be sorry podcast logo and the shit the pure unadulterated shit. You got to post it. I'm on okay. Yeah, I'm going to dude. I'm going to post some of these photos because it's like I don't really understand how this could happen, but they're all misspelled and they're all photos of people that are I don't know who they are, <laughs> but I'll post them on our story. They all look like their name, like Richard. Yeah, something like that. Um, I'm going to see if I can bring them up on my phone real quick because I I really just want to try and convey to everyone who's listening how wackadoodle they are. Um, wackadoodle? Wackadoodle. <clears throat> okay. Oh, so, while you're doing that, yeah. sorry. Oh No, go ahead. No. I was going to say... Um, long story short, my nickname when I was a kid, and still to this day, oh, everybody in my family calls me Holly Doodle Noodle. And Landon found a card that was addressed to me that said Doodle on it, you know, and our address. And he was like, who's Doodle? And I was like, that's me, you know. Like, everybody calls me Holly Doodle. And he started calling me Mommy Doodle. And he won't or stop. Or Doodle. And he won't stop. So instead of Mommy, I'm Mommy Doodle now. Anyways, go on with your wacky. Well, doodle. and I will call you that probably forever. Um, Holly doodle. Yeah, Holly doodle noodle. You have to kind of get used to that. And I, you know, when you shared that with me too, I, I, it reminded me that um, I haven't been called this in a long time. More so because I don't talk to my mother anymore. But uh, she always called me Shaney Boombalaney, and then she would call me Boomba, and then Boom. And if she tried to call my nickname out in a crowd, multiple people would turn around because she was like, they would be like, who the, f- what the fuck are you talking about? Boom. Yeah. Who the fuck Boomba. is boom? And I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks for that. Um, okay. So some of these AI generated photos, I, the first one I pulled up right now <laughs> and it just tried to put text into an image the best way it could. Um, and I typed it out in English with perfect grammar, so I am very confused. But the first photo, it says, Don Baki, Sor, Donest Bet, Sures, Donst Suri. Uh, <laughs> and that was just like, one of them. Like, what the fuck? And then there's another one, and it's this, this white woman with blonde curly hair. She's got headphones on. And it says, Don T.T. Scorcher Lat. I don't understand. Like, where where are we? No idea. Know? Um. This one is a dude, probably like early fifties. He's got a weird hat on and like a like a curly <laughs> mullet. Um, it's black and white. It looks very sophisticated. And it says, "Don't be is bis sar, don't bop beery." <laughs> we gotta change our name right now. Don't bop beery. So I highly recommend <laughs> if anyone wants any ideas or any inspiration to do that. Um, and ChatGPT is hilarious uh, with their prompts. We've been using that back and forth. But the AI photo generator gives me life because uh, it's f- scary accurate with creating human faces. But the words, an absolute no-go. An absolute fucking yeah. no-go. Oh, my God. When Shane, Shane told me about ChatGPT, my whole life has changed. Oh, yeah. I have been creating the craziest stories just for fun. I'll get some next time. But 
Oh, like I'll do. You some. know what? That might be a really fun segment where we try and create a story from ChatGPT, so it could tell us oh a story. Oh my god! Yeah, that's perfect. I we got to do that. Next I think week. we got to do that. Um, speaking of stories, so you know that we have our what the hell segment. Um, we like the whole point of that is so we can like get your stories and and put your stories out here on our podcast just to kind of have a, a place for it. Um, and we would love to share those things. We haven't gotten any submissions yet. Obviously we're a little bit small and we're having fun, but I took it upon myself to go onto Reddit and find a couple stories that I think are interesting. Um, just okay, kind of, so I didn't read any of them because I was busy today at work. So this is a first time for me. So I'm so sorry. Oh, you're fine. I mean, I was, oh, don't be sorry. Ew, sorry. This is exactly why. Um, but I have a couple and I'm probably just going to choose one for now. Um, they're just like fun little quips and things like that. Uh, but I think here, let me do this one. Um, but this is kind of what we want to do. We just want to read stories out loud and have a place for them, uh, whatever they might be. But I found this one from six years ago on Reddit. Uh, the username is Wait, hold on. Gickerific? Hopefully I did that correctly. Uh, anyway, the prompt was um, ask Reddit weird or interesting stories. So Gickerific said six years ago, my grandpa and I live 800 miles apart and I've only seen him a handful of times in my life since I moved when I was young. My grandpa has been a smoker for a large portion of his life and he had lots of heart and lung problems because of it. I'd gotten some phone calls before that scared us that um, he might be close to death but he always pulled through now through this line of the family he was the first generation boy scout my dad the second and me the third I was the first of three uh first of the three to make eagle rank and got to wear my uniform and see my grandpa quote who was at the time a relatively in relatively good health wow I cannot read today um earlier this summer uh, he got emotional when he saw me, and we had a good time visiting, which made me glad that I, one, stuck, it with the, stuck with it and made Eagle, and two, was able to show my grandpa in person. Three weeks later, I was at home and sat down to take a shit, and I shit you not, pun intended, I got a phone call. I expected nothing of it because Gramps was in good health, and it was just another summer day. Turns out my grandpa had literally just collapsed and died after getting off the pot after taking a shit. Weird way to pass the torch. So he found out. Wow! He found out that his grandpa died doing exactly what he was doing at that moment. That's really cute. It's that's you know sweet. bonding. That's right? a connection. Yeah. It's a connection. Wow. <laughs> uh, dude. Yeah. I. Some of these are really fun. Um, Wait. Pick one more. Pick one more. Okay. Let me see. This is fun for me. I think we should. I think we should. You should read them, and then I should, and then we don't know each other reading. Oh, yeah, like a little surprise reading? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Okay, here's another one that was kind of spooky. And again, I apologize for my terrible reading voice. Um, okay, so this don't is... Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Okay, yes. So this is from nine years ago from our, our Arthur C., Okay, so this happened to me last summer when I was back at my parents' house during the holidays. It was around 3 a.m. and I was in my room on my computer when I got a call from my sister. Now, that was already a little bit weird since my sister's room is just down the hallway from mine and she could have just come into my room. I went to pick up the call and then it ended as soon as I reached for the phone. I figured that she wanted to speak to me, so I got up and went to her room. As soon as I reached her door, she started screaming that someone was in the room with her, so I busted in and of course nobody was there. After she stopped crying, she told me that she woke up and saw a dark shadow just centimeters from her face, and then she screamed. So I told her that she called me. She tells me that her phone wasn't even in the room when she was sleeping. Sure enough, her phone was actually downstairs in her purse. The weird part is, I have a log of her calling me on my phone, but she doesn't. Never managed to explain that one. What the fuck? Yeah, that's creepy. I don't even that's know. That's creepy. Creepy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Damn. I mean, the thing too is like, is it like haunty spook, haunted spooky, or was it like you need to come and check on me because some demon is in my room right now? You know what? I think there's sometimes where there's some there's some energy going around that saves people. You know Something. what I mean? And I mean, on that, I didn't take screenshots of it, but I remember when I found that one. Right below it, a lot of people had commented on it, saying stuff like this has happened to me where 
got a call or got a text from someone and they don't have any memory or log of it on their phone. But when I went to go and talk to them or respond to them or call them back, they were in immediate danger and needed my help. So it was like some weird thing going, yeah. hey, you need to pay attention to me. I need help right now. Crazy. You know what's funny? The only thing like that has ever happened to me. Okay, I don't know if I believe in ghosts because I do. But I don't know. I do know. You're a little like know. superstitious. Yeah, like I feel like I've seen stuff, and I have. Wait, like, do you I know have. the quote? I, do you, you don't watch The Office that much, do you? No. Well, there's I've a quote. Never, there's a quote in it where he's like, uh, uh, Michael, the manager. He's like, "See, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious." Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's you. I've seen an orb, and it was in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, in a hotel, and that was like very shocking to me. An orb. Anyways, yeah, like a like a. Like a little light thingy? Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. My mom was asleep. I was awake. Um, Yeah. No, it was weird. Anyways, he's giving me the chili willies. Mm. But one thing that happens to me a lot is I'll smell. Like, I was in the car. Me and Steven were driving a vacation, and I smelled my dad. Whoa. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And this happens to me sometimes. And then that person will reach out. That's crazy. Motherfucker fucking texted me a little bit later uh, talking about how he had to sell his car he wanted two hundred dollars oh yeah and he got a new laundry or a new washer and dryer that's what i mean like there's certain like i smell people you know like a weird connection going and it's on. not like i'm walking by you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's always in this weird setting where it's like has nothing to do with it's them a, yeah i get the smells we were driving the windows were up like how the fuck would i smell my dad you that's know that's crazy anyways just a little creepy do you have any ghost stories? I don't really have any ghost stories, but I have traveled across the whole East Coast and went to haunted places when I was <gasps> cool. a kid. I'm obsessed. I okay. We gotta do I that. am obsessed with ghost adventures. I'm obsessed with haunted places. Like it makes me feel so good. And I've been everywhere basically on the East Coast. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, ghost hunting basically. I want to do like, that. I want to go to in like. I am abandoned... really, I'm really into it. Yeah, I want to go to uh, into abandoned buildings and do creepy stuff. I don't know. I don't see if... stuff like that freaks. I'm not like an abandoned building kind of person, like but I'm a history houses. kind of person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like history stuff, you know. Um, it's cool for me. I don't know. I like it, and I feel like um. I'm not trying to get all fucking weird, but, like, I just feel like I, I like to heal stuff. So if I go places and I feel like I'm there and I, I don't know, I feel like I'm not healing anybody. But I feel good, good in places vibes. like that. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Have I ever told you, see, if anyone knows me, they know that I'm not religious and I'm not very, I'm a little stitious, but not very stitious. Um, <laughs> have I ever told you my weird story that I can't explain? No. I... I told this story to Patty while we were in Ikea trying to get stuff for his new apartment like two or three years ago. And he told me to stop because it was freaking him out. <laughs> what? Yeah. So um, when I was, God, thir- 13 or f- I think 13, my mom and I, and this was probably like the worst time in my life too. It was just very abusive and traumatic and crazy. Um, and I was... I had a lot of night terrors and sleep paralysis. Um, and I definitely had a sleep paralysis demon. This is for real. And I got it once again when I was an adult right before I moved to Colorado. And I'll tell you that story too. But I was 13 and we moved into this um, duplex. And my room was towards the front of the house. Um, and it had been kind of redone. Not like fancy like, but redone enough to where things were like clean. And there was like a fresh coat of paint and shit like that. Um and I remember maybe one night, maybe like two or three months after we had moved in, I I was on my little twin bed and I was facing the wall. And I remember I, I like woke up and I was like, and my eyes were wide open, but I couldn't move. Sleep paralysis. You know, I knew what it was, but in, in, have you ever experienced sleep paralysis before? I have not. No. So in, in I think it's weird to me. I feel like it's not real, but it is for people. It like is it, crazy. In my brain, I've never experienced that, so it freaks me out. And until you do, you won't really understand. But it's it's this panic because you can't move your body. Your eyes are completely awake. Your brain's awake, but your body isn't. And there's this like 
holy shit, something's wrong and I can't do anything. Like something's wrong. Something's really, really wrong. So it's just like this panic in my chest. And I remember I was kind of like my shoulders were kind of bent in and I was my chin was a little tucked and I just remember waking up and like looking at the wall and I had my computer which was on the the wall behind my bed so there was a computer light that was shining and there was like it was like a very very hint like faint hint of blue so I could see the definition of the wall and I remember just being completely awake and I was like (laughs) and I was started sweating like so violently I was sweating so much and I felt Mind you, my body can't move right now. And I'm highly aware that I can't move. And I felt what seemed to be a hand on my hip. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. And I, I, I could feel it, but I couldn't, I couldn't, like, it's this weird thing where I, like, I, I'm looking at the wall and I can't turn my head. But I can move my eye. And it's only so much to the corner of my eye where I can't see behind my head. But it feels like something is right behind my head. Like, that close like face to the back of my like barely touching my hair can't hear it breathe something's I have right the chills there. right now dude, dude that's just, so it felt like something was right next to me and I felt what what I thought was a hand and it like was on my hip and it felt like it fucking dug its fingers into my skin and I just felt like pain but I couldn't cry out I couldn't say anything and I'm assuming that I passed out probably from fear or hyperventilation at that point because I woke up the next morning and it was a school day and I remember my mom was in the bathroom she was brushing her teeth and I was waiting there and I was in like my underwear and my tank top and um, she moved out of the way and I got my toothbrush and I remember I leaned into the medicine cabinet to get my tooth, excuse me, my toothpaste and my mom goes, what the fuck? And I'm like, what? What? And she pulls up my shirt, dude, and there's fucking fingernail imprint scrap, like bruisey weird red fingernail imprints in my side like in on my hip Mm-mm. and the scariest part about Ugh. that is that this motherfucking print was bigger than my hand like my hand my fingernails couldn't reach the width that these fingernails were at like the imprints were at my mom's hand was smaller than that too and she like tried to size it up but she's like what the fuck and this hand could have been like massive And it felt like that. And right when she lifted up my shirt and I saw it, like all of it came back to me and I felt nauseous. And I mean, again, a little stitious. Got to be real about this. That's the only encounter I've ever had where I, I, I know it was a sleep paralysis thing. Like there's fear and all this shit, but I couldn't have made those marks. And come to find when I was talking about that story, my mom told me that the last people who lived there... Um, the reason they moved out is because the son who, I don't know, he had some kind of incurable illness, but he died in that room and he was really tall and really lanky and he died in that fucking room. And I don't know if it was like, you need to get out of my bedroom no. or some shit, yeah. but that was like the craziest thing. And I just waking up the next morning and not remembering any, any of it. And then all of a sudden it like coming back to me, I felt like I was going to throw up. It was so crazy. And that's the only experience like that I can't really explain that's happened to me. Um, but yeah, I was telling Patty about that in Ikea. And he went, okay, all right, okay, okay. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> let's look at these lamps. Yeah, take, this is a cool um, the one. The one thing that I will say is that like, you know, I have saw I saw that thing in Pennsylvania. That's like the one thing that I saw. But the one thing that freaked me out the most, like the spooky, spooky story, was, um, you know, after you have a baby, you're fucking exhausted i'm telling you i was so fucking tired and i remember being so tired and i don't know if there's like a connection between like spirit world energy world whatever i was i would lay in my bed i was so exhausted and i would cry a lot because i thought there was something in my room i couldn't see anything but it was constant. I felt like people were walking around my bedroom. Whoa. I thought that people were like in the corner of the ceiling. And what? I would have to like get up. Yeah, I'm telling you. And that's why I did a little bit of research, but nothing was obviously like I couldn't tell if it was true or not. Mm. But when you're like exhausted in such a vulnerable state, well, and sli- like you can like suck a- up shit. I was going to say like shit. also like slightly delirious. Like if you're that fucking yeah. tired, I'm sure you're a lot more susceptible thought, to believing that that stuff is there yeah. too. 
I was like lighting sage. I was doing anything I could. Like I didn't know what would work, you know, but I was like lighting sage. I talked to somebody who was like an energy person, you know, and I, I was like really having a hard time. Also like being a new mom, you know, this is probably when Landon was like three or four months old. I was, it was really bad for me, but I never, it wasn't like sleep paralysis. It was like all the time. Like I would be awake, you know, it wasn't me going to bed. It was like, it was really scary. And I felt like I was just so delirious that I was more vulnerable to all these things trying to like, I don't know. It felt like, I don't know. It just felt weird. Like somebody was trying to take over my body or something. Maybe they did. You know? And that's why you're both. I think I'm really funny now. Maybe it was like a silly goose guy. (laughs) They just needed to snap you out of it, you know? We're here to help. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, that's mine. That's it. Mm. Spooks. The the other sleep paralysis story I had is um, prior to me moving to Colorado, Patty had to come here. It was three months because I had to stay behind so I could get um, severance pay because the job that I was working at closed down. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay for these three months because I'll be making three months worth of income and I'll be able to have the severance check to help us with our new life in Colorado. So I stayed and I stayed with um, my really close friends and I was in their like their guest bedroom again on a twin bed. Maybe it's the twin bed thing that really fucks with me. I don't know. But um, I was again facing the wall because that's how that's how I am it's almost the exact same situation but I felt so like violently uncomfortable and paranoid and it was the same thing the right behind the head like I'm talking I'm facing the wall and this thing is here and it it was weird because I I could like picture it in my head what it was and it was just this being shrouded in blackness like darkness like it was a shadow and it was at an angle that's how what i felt like that sorry Dude. in the corner of the wall that's what i felt like it, like was, it was staring into the back of my head and like yeah. it didn't have fucking eyelids and it was at this angle pointed at the back of my head mm-hmm. like feet up in the air head right next to my head just and i don't know what it was i couldn't feel it but i could it felt like i could hear it go like breathing at the back of my fucking head and i remember getting up I had to lay there for a minute because I was like trying to convince myself that I wasn't scared and that I'm fine. I could just turn over and I can know it's not there. But there was this fear that if I turned around, it would be right at my face and it would like I couldn't do anything. And it was just this fear. Come to find. I woke up um, and, you know, all is well. Everything's great. And then I walked out of the bedroom and I went into the kitchen and I was like, whoa. And it felt like it felt like something was in that room ready to like run after me. Um, and I got up super early in the morning, like, and no one else in the house was awake. So everything was still dark and it just felt like something was trying to fucking get at me. And it was just like the sleep paralysis. It's straight up paranoia. Like something is wrong and something's off and like, I couldn't put my finger on it, but those are the only two times that I had that specific sleep paralysis situation and they fucked me up like my brain was wacky and it didn't help that I was coming off of the anti-anxiety meds on that I was on for like four years that fucked my whole body up so I was crazy paranoid crazy paranoid and I highly do not recommend getting sleep paralysis if you can avoid it (laughs) okay well on that note I'm gonna go watch Care Bear so um yeah you know yeah that's probably good night (laughs) yeah Man, what an interesting note to kind of wrap things up on, I guess. I don't know. Do you want to talk about anything else? No, I have nothing else to say. I want to go watch Care Bears right now okay. and be happy. Well, um, great. Uh, so just <laughs> <Sorry>. to... <laughs> it made me think of when you and I went to that hotel and we watched Care Bears in the room. I don't want to talk about so that. Loud. Okay, we won't talk we about that. We pretended like we were married. We did, and we got a discount. To get it free was, dessert. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, and a discount. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, and I got a little too silly. I remember I was in that pool. I was wasted. I was hammered. But anyways. It was fun. We that, that It was, was actually, so fun. That's the picture. That's the first picture that we have on the Don't Be Sorry podcast yes. Instagram is us yeah. cheersing from that hotel room. Yeah. Um, and then after that. Whew. Yeah. Gone. It was great. 
So yeah, we want to hear your guys' stories. Like a lot of the stories that we shared today, we want to hear your stories. Um, anything that you have to say, we're, we're all ears. We're very interested. Uh, you can go to our website at don'tbesorrypodcast.com. You can visit our Instagram at don'tbesorrypodcast or email us at don'tbesorrypodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us wherever podcasts exist. Um, we encourage your feedback and your ratings as well. We want to say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well... I hope you have a good life. (laughs) Have a good life. Bye. Okay, so because I have a huge ass, I have to figure out how to not smell like ass, you know? So I'm going to be honest with you, my favorite thing that I've ever done is I put cornstarch on my butthole every time I get out of the shower and it really works. So everybody with a fat ass or whatever, just put, just get some cornstarch put on your butthole. It's way cheaper than like ass deodorant.